0: Ah, star wars nothing but star wars give me the star wars Don't let them end. Hello everybody and welcome back to the uh, Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast this is a Star Wars episode and that means I'm here with Matt what up Matt what up Jim what up? We were just talking about all the knockoff brands of Dr. Pepper, and I almost <laughs> just called you Dr. Matt, and it didn't seem <laughs> right. It sounded like we were still talking about all of those Dr. Pepper knockoffs, like Dr. Doctor was one of our favorites, or mm-hmm. Dr. Perky was the other. <laughs> I I said to you while we were talking about those, I I do like the idea of regional brands and how they end up making their own knockoff versions, uh, especially when they have just ridiculous names. But most of them taste I don't know. Dr. Pepper is one of those that I think they get it pretty It's good. in the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's going to be one of those where I actually, me personally, I like the Dr. Pepper with a little more of the seltzer than actually the flavor. And at one point, I had one of those soda fountain machine things, and I ended up doing that. I don't even remember what that was called, like Dr. Syrup or something, probably. Or soda but, Stream or something? Yeah, the Soda Stream deal, and I used to like to go heavy on the the seltzer. That's why I do, <laughs> like the, I do like the fountain sodas more. Yeah, it's all about the mix. Yeah, it is the mix. And I, I can't, I actually, if I was drinking, and we were talking, I don't really drink a lot of diet soda anymore. But the reason why I drank diet anyway was never any sort of health concern, which it's bad for you anyway. But I ended up, it's because regular like Coke and Pepsi, it's too syrupy and strong for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a salty fan, not a sweet <laughs> fan. Which has led to all my problems. But we're not here to talk about that. We already did, though. But here we are to talk about two Star Wars books. And they are very Vader-centric, including Darth Vader is one of those. But it's when I even said to you, the idea with this Vader, we've talked about it before. I don't know. You're, you're in this fine line of you can't have it. It's a weird play. Like, they talk about Superman being too strong. And so he's not interesting. You do get that play with Darth Vader. It's a tough uh-huh. deal. But then when you end up having things happen to him, you're like, mm, that's not going to happen from that guy. So they are really going emotional with the Darth Vader in these books with Greg Pak in the regular Darth Vader book and then even the Charles Sewell in the yeah. Hidden Empire deal. But even then, it starts to get a little bit too much. I know what we're getting towards. We're getting towards Return of the Jedi, him turning on emperor for what he does to luke things like that but sometimes it it seems like he's a little too needy and him yeah you know the the whole deal with the handmaidens maybe it's gone on a bit too long i don't mind it but it's one of those where you, you just add all of them in now and and they start to try to get you to remember them yeah unique personalities and all that backstories the funny players you're trying to make unique characters out of characters that all look like amidala and they uh-huh. do for a reason, but they're kind of a group. And it's funny. We're going to have two groups of characters in these two issues. We'll have this, and then we'll have the orphans. At least the handmaidens seem to live past these issues. But <laughs> before we get into this, go over to the Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. Love Weird Manga. W.S. Marvel Comics. <laughs> ah, follow us, and we'll follow you back. <laughs> There's too many things that I do. Uh, also, go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, Weird Science Comics, and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can get a bunch of Marvel, DC, indie, and manga shows. And then you could go to the manga Twitter that I already mentioned, but we're going to start with Darth Vader. It's Star Wars Darth Vader number 31. And we have a story called The Tambor Gambit. And it's by Greg hey Puck. Now. And I, I don't, Greg Puck, with this, there's Jewel Tambor, and I'm like, all right. Again, I said that it's kind of getting away from things with the handmaidens or the orphans. They're at least interesting. These big villains, supposedly, that Darth Vader is going up against, I, they're like a, almost a dime a dozen. I hate to say it, but it always just ends up being some governor's doing this and it's doing that. And it, it is that fine line of. Yeah, Darth Vader seems like he's getting involved in, you know, not exactly the biggest of things. Yeah, this is a son of a son, you know. I mean, yeah, like yeah. And people. I guess he's got time to kill, right? He's, <laughs> he's, all, he's with the tambours with uh, time to kill and maybe people to kill, but it is written by Greg Park, art by Abraham Roberson, colors by Frederico Blee, letters by V.C. Joe Caramagna. There's a heck of a scroll here. Oh, man. Sabe, has slipped further under the influence of the Empire, seeking to liberate their companion uh, or end her discretion of Padme's memory. Sabe's fellow handmaidens launched a rescue operation. The handmaiden, Dorme, infiltrated the executor the executor, (laughs) to track down Sabe, but Darth Vader swiftly apprehended her. On Skako Minor, Sabe violated her orders to execute revolutionary Jewel Tambor, but then revealed that through data, banks of droids destroyed by the Sith, he was determined uh, Darth Vader's weakness. Refusing to sacrifice one sister for another, the handmaid's rescue. Then they threaten to activate the executor's self-destruct protocol unless Darth Vader relinquish control over Sabe. Now, Jules Tambor has taken Sabe hostage, forcing the handmaid's to ally themselves with Darth Vader. Everybody's playing their games. Me and you are still wondering, you know, is Sabe in that cage there to her own deal? Or are they setting up Vader? Or are they doing this? Yeah. She seems to yell at the end. But she, she's been playing a weird part all over but at the end i do like where you have that it's almost like oh man you know that person's my best friend wait till we go to that party and see them when they get to the party the friend like walks away embarrassed when Did somebody walks own. away from him it's like oh Jesus, you. <laughs> uh, but leading to that again the weird play of this is you are it's darth vader it's his book right But the emotional things are through the handmaidens who are upset that they think Sabe has betrayed them and Padme. But yet you still end up at the beginning showing Amidala and Anakin. Mm -hmm. And it was a weird play because there's the Darth Vader deal. But what they're really giving you is a background of how the handmaidens should be acting because of the idea of, well, it should have been like this. Anakin should have said, come on, my sweetie pie, let's get out of here. I'm going to take over everything or we could just skedaddle and we can have our lives. We'll raise our kids when, in fact, he was choking her out and, you know, <laughs> throwing her around in a, in a cool way that they're showing this. But again, this is a flashback, but it feels like it's more of a thing that's personal for Vader. But the way it plays out, it's the handmaidens kind of thing. I, it gets a little convoluted. It was a little weird. Yeah. You know I what agree. I mean? But at the yeah. end, when you do end up seeing Anakin, and you do see it's him parallel. upset. He chokes out Avadala. She falls over. Not really a great thing for a pregnant woman. But then I like where you see, like, the, the Vader costume, like, come on him like it was inevitable. And that's what it led to and all that sort of thing to go in with, you know, the Dorme and the rest of them. It's funny, too, because what you will end up having here, Dorme is the one I'm going to remember. But you have the other ones, but it's always like one rises to the top for us to go with like Sabe. Yeah, it's Dorme right now. And yeah, you do go through a deal where Vader, again, he's always testing people. We've seen this over and over. It's not bad. I don't hate this issue, but by the end, I just want to get to other things. But we keep saying that. But it's the idea of, listen, I'm going to test you and you're going to join me. no. We're not going to join you. Well, I'm going to do this and see you should join me. No, no, no. But that's all it's ever been. It's the idea where he's going to like, oh, you don't need me. Okay, I'm going to throw you in the middle of a bunch of battle droids and you're going to see you (laughs) could have used me. And then they end up saying this happens all the time, too, because we said it before. Vader and the emperor, it's always their plan. No matter what happens, if me and you join Vader and he says, okay, go to the ship, I end up tripping. And I break my nose, Vader's going to somehow Claim he planned that all along So when you do end up Being able to prove your worth And like, well, I really don't need Vader Because I'm, no, no, no You see, I'm the one who made you Strong by making you go there And do that, and he plays this game the whole time But you do end up trying Greg Puck's trying to get you A little personality with these characters By giving them, hey, and it's a roll call You know, hey there This, you know And you end up you end up wanting to have your wife and children safe. You end (laughs) up being somebody who makes a lot of, you know, gadgets. But boy, you'd really do well with the money that they like it just goes down, but it kind of goes in one ear out the other. I hate to admit it, but these are going to just end up in my mind being the handmaidens. They're pretty generic, in my opinion. And I I get there. And I'm behind their whole, you know, their whole mission here. Let's go and save Sabe. But if she is with Vader, then let's take care of her. I don't really care too much about the individual's, you know, hopes and dreams about their wife and children. So maybe if it would last. But the problem is when I read both of these and we do when we get to the Hidden Empire, you realize that a lot of times these characters are there for a bit and then just disappear or get killed. So mm-hmm. I'm not I'm gonna wait to get invested in the individual handmaidens before I end up really getting upset. But they do set it up. And when you do set up something like this in a book, and Greg Pock, he's a decent writer. I like Greg Pock, but he's setting it up. So then what you are told will now be the only thing that's referenced with these characters going forward. Mm-hmm. So if the one, you know, handmaiden who has a wife and kids, that's going to be brought up three times later of, oh man, I know you're doing this for your wife and kids. I'm like, I get it. Okay. So you go. And the funny play is, and I thought some of the progressions in this were a little abrupt. I didn't quite understand. Like, all of a sudden, Vader's like, oh, you want to prove your worth? Okay. And Force pushes them out of this thing, <laughs> and they end up right in the middle of a battle. But then even when the battle... I like where... Do you like when Vader's peeking his head out, watching? Yeah, to check on their progress. Kind of Makes funny while he's watching there from up there. <laughs> uh, and they're fighting. And, it, you know, you see. And the they idea of this, ass. it's... Yeah, they kick ass. That, that's basically what they do. And I do... I do like that with that, you end up making the whole thing just, you know, dust and smoke and things. So you don't have to worry about too many backgrounds going on. But they end up beating everyone down and then look up, yell, you're a monster, Vader. And then, you know, they talk shade on him. No, no, no. I proved worth. And Mm -hmm. that's how we do. Now we're going to have to go and let's try to save uh, Atsabe. Well, we do go and see now. I will give them credit where it does, in our mind, we think that this is a trap that Sabe's even doing this. She'll never admit it and probably Jewel end up, you know, not being able to do anything about it anyway by the end. But the end up where they're fully committed, at least. They're already got her. It's not like you're going to see and like, okay, now you get in there now. He's coming. She's already in this, so maybe it's legit. But yeah, so they're planning and Jewel is setting up this whole you know, ruse. Okay, I'm going to have them go here. I'm going to send this thing out. It looks like I'm going to go and attack this village, but then they're going to, because they want to, what they want to do is they want to get Vader there by himself. It seems they don't really want the handmaidens and Vader to just come in. They want Vader himself. Maybe they can take care of him. I don't see how Jewel Tambor thinks that's ever going to happen. But one of the things that goes on here is Sabe starts yelling, but she's, We've seen this already. Your people are going to die. He's like, no, I don't care. I'm going to do this. It, but we've seen it. it's There's yeah. a lot of what feels like repeat that I want to get going. But again, I like the Vader stuff with the handmaids. But Vader just constantly screws them over. It, <laughs> either he's testing their loyalty or he just doesn't care. But boy, there are some panels. They seem out of nowhere. I mean, out of nowhere, Vader is talking. And the next thing, he is on a speeder bike slicing this shit yeah the action starts off pretty quick i mean it looks right awesome though, right? Yeah, I, I it's right in the battle right i mean really cool. vader on that speeder but, and again though we said <laughs> this about some of these stories why isn't that a full page spread e- even the other things that are happening aren't that crazy that you couldn't have think that is such a cool he's like the wicked witch flying around on the broom oh, this guy's it looks out of control so cool and you do end up at that point <laughs> it's funny because you see the handmaidens there involved And then Vader, like you, it's always something. He keeps, oh, man, he screwed us again. And he goes off. But the big play, again, was this was, hey, a a Tambor, I'll attack the village. They'll have to deal with this. Vader, at one point, tells the Handmaidens something that a lot of heroes or they have to realize. You're not going to be able to save everyone. Where's your priorities? What do you want to do here? And they do want to end up, well, we can. And they're trying. But, yeah, Vader just you know, skedaddles and mm-hmm. goes to do that with Sabe. And when he gets there, you do end up where the handmaid's, oh, my God, this did look like a trap. Oh, my God, there's – I'd like – again, though, You, it's a weird play because Vader just does a Yui and, oh, my God, Vader, you. and the next thing that he's already at, Tambor's deal, or, sure, you know, yeah. and he's slicing and dicing in. Where then they are waiting for him This is the trap They end up using, you know, these little probe droid deals That electrocute Darth Vader That's their whole plan Yeah, they shoot out of that big round droid that he's Yeah, the big round the droid that he says I sliced you before, I'll slice <laughs> you again Again, I love where Vader even going off to this hidden empire So many people in the Star Wars universe Think that Vader has the best memory That he cares one lick about anything I do like that, where you just have random people come up to him, man, do you remember me? You ended up pushing and getting in front of me at the movies. And I, you know, you, you butt in line. He's like, I don't remember you. And he ends up, well, he <laughs> does remember the, the big robot. And he ends up saying I killed you before, uh, but he ends up all these little electrocuting. Like they, they actually look like basically the the little deal that Luke was, you know, in the Millennium Falcon with the blast. With the blast yeah. down, I can't see it. You know? <laughs> but it looks like all of them are attacking Vader, which you think, okay, there's a lot, but that seems a little less than that. But when you end up where the handmaidens do end up showing up, they're able to use the one who has the tech. Again, I said, you brought that up for reasons, and she uses this tech to Increase end up the disabling gravity. these increases the gravity. They yeah. fall to the ground. But then it's like, okay. We save Sabe. Come on, Sabe. We're going off. Screw this, Vader guy. We're we're heading out, and it looks like she's going with Vader as Vader force pushes and chokes out the handmaid. He's choking them both the out against the wall while he's going to sh- to get Sabe. It's crazy, but yet he couldn't stop all these little electronic little yeah, toys. It seems- like he could have easily, like in my mind, waved his hand and those things would have went flying against the wall. And that's how you have to play. I think it, he was just yeah. surprised by him because they came on him pretty quick. And I think he should, he's like, little tickles. That'd be funny <laughs> if he said that. But yeah, he ends up where at this point, Sabe better watch yourself because it, Vader does not need the rest of the handmaids. Like he, he did you did he use them? I mean, I think he wants them to kind of hang around. He's got a lot of Amadala's then. But if it all comes yeah, down the more to more the it, better. He will kill all of those probably to keep Sabe. If Sabe says, you know what, I, I kinda think I'm gonna go with them, Vader's gonna he's gonna kill them all and say, No, you won't. There's nobody left to come with me. So she better watch the game she's playing here. Uh, but we'll see. Sabe looks the most like Amadala, so she's safe. And they you know, that really ends up in <laughs> the play, right? I, I do yeah. like the idea. And and even some things earlier, I did like at one point, they point out that the one handmaiden, listen, you weren't around when, when Amidala was queen. You became a handmaiden and, and a, you know, a decoy type deal when she became a senator. So you only know that side of her, this political side and whatnot. You don't know, you know, what she was like as a girl, like almost saying you're doing this memories of her and stuff like this where you barely knew her. I, I did like that. Uh, and I, Again, though, I like where he's got his hand out. She's, okay, let's go. It looks like they're going to dance. Something like yeah. that. But she, she didn't better one of watch them out. Get, didn't one of them get murdered in the in the Phantom Menace, one of the decoys? wonder which one that was. It's a tough job. Well, whatever <laughs> it is, I'll tell you, it's going to end in some sort of A. If that, that was Jim A, is what I think that was. was <laughs> I'm revealing it now. It was me. Uh, but any name, like, it has to be that. Sam yeah, yeah, yeah. A, Dorm A, Jim A, Matt A. We'll just keep going <laughs> down the deal. But it was okay. I like the art. There there were really some quick progressions. And I'm not gonna say that they were confusing, like but they were quick. It threw me off. Like I'm like, all right, oh my god, they're already fighting. But I guess that can be commended at points. You, oh, yeah, you don't the have art's great. I mean, there's a lot. Time. There's a lot of stuff going on. I mean, they packed a lot of stuff. There were some blurred out backgrounds in some cases, but for the most part, there's a lot of action. I Thought the art was pretty good overall. And yeah, I guess I don't need Darth Vader to go and rev up the the cycle. <laughs> he's there. I think I'll drive this one, and then they start arguing who's got what, and he's like, "Oh man, this didn't work." Like you know, he's right into no. the action. So I do like that, and it does pick up. I think that you have the pacing where this whole story has been meandering a bit. We talk about it all the time. So having that action but I think Greg Puck does a good job of giving you Vader moments that you want while you're also, I said, meandering and maybe getting a little emotional and personal with Vader, which lessens him a bit. So you have to remember this guy can do a lot of stuff, including Choking out ladies, which he should be Canceled, but he's choking them out, throwing Against the wall while he's putting his hand out for It's a lot, he's a multitasker He is, but uh, There you go, uh, what would you give it? I'd probably give it an eight, I think On this one, yeah, I think it's I'll give it an eight, eight. Too. Yeah, yeah it, here's the the Big play, too, by the end There's a lot of, like, these little Things that, you know, I don't know That it, they'll get people upset or whatever And But I said, I'm not going to remember A ton but the overall story with the handmaidens and they're trying to get to, it's decent enough. It's decent enough. You, you kind of have a story that is set well in this era. And then once we get past this and we get to the return of the Jedi, Vader forgets all this crap and we move yeah, on. I mean, you know, it's almost like the last bits of the, you know, humanity of Anakin. To get towards the part where we get to the Return of the Jedi, where he will end up redeeming himself, so it's a it's a neat little play that ends up making you realize why and what and, and yeah, getting into no, of Darth Vader. Nobody was talking about the Handmaidens at all. I mean, no, it's just no, it, and it, it's, it, it's I like the funny play because when you you do the Return of the Jedi, there was nobody with their crystal ball on no. the playground yelling, "I want to be a Handmaid," because they weren't around. So why wouldn't they have been mentioned? Why well, didn't you do have that play with the stars when the prequels came out, things didn't jive. But in this, when Darth Vader gets done with this, I think he ends up like these handmaids out of he's got to put them out of his mind. It's one of those when he does end up whatever happens to sub whatever he's got to, like, kind of get back in the game and yep. forget it. he's not going to go around. And, and also. He's not going to mention them to the Emperor. They're not the sitting Emperor around with not their chat. like that he's doing this. Like, can you imagine they're there and they're like, hey, uh, you you <laughs> get your son. He's like, I'm thinking about Sabe right now. It's like, you shut your mouth. Like, he's never going to mention. <laughs> no way. Any I can just imagine they're there and they're watching. It's like, Luke's there. He's kind of heard everybody. Oh, you, you're, uh, you know, your faith and your friends. And then out of nowhere got there, he goes, by the way, can we can we talk about Sabe again? Shut your mouth. He's like, oh my God. So yeah, I, I don't mind that. You can even go and play it. It's like they're they're two like, you know, two old school guys. They're not gonna talk about their feelings together. Why mm-hmm. would they do that? But no way. that's yeah, kind of funny. He just keeps <laughs> he just keeps scrolling them over, though. But they're there for Sabe, not for him. But we'll see how that ends up. So eight out of ten for both of us, mm-hmm. we'll head off to the hidden empire now. It feels like feels like a year since we talked it's about. It's been the a last, while, oh, well over a month, I would imagine. That ends up making it less of a thing in my mind. And when I read this this issue, where I want Kira, uh, yeah, the Fermodic Cage and Kofan Ferris and the Archivist, that's part of it. But I want more the Crimson Dawn. What's happening with them? What's going on? And we get to this issue, part three, and it even has the title. I am Chan Cha. Mm -hmm. And I wondered why we waited this long to get a little personal story about Chan Cha and the orphans, a character that Charles Sewell did create and made. But I don't. And I think he did. But I I end up where I, I don't really need this or care about it. I want bigger things. This is. It doesn't feel like an event, but it kind of is this little thing here. And I think that they're going too small with this issue, at least. It's not really, yeah. you know, winning me over and saying, oh my God, I'm glad that we got it's something that. you like, would see in like the bounty hunters book. It's not that big. It's to me, it's even something that if you were going to tell, this is a backup story. This mm-hmm. isn't, this shouldn't be part of Kira's hidden empire story, but. Here we go. Part 3. I am Chanath Chod's Star Wars Hidden Empire, number 3. And it's written by Charles Sewell. It has art by Stephen Cummings, uh, inks by Victor Alzaba, colored by Guru Effects, and lettered by V.C.'s Travis Lanham. Dreaming of a freer galaxy. Lady Kira and her organization Crimson Dawn have waged a secret war against the Empire. Kira activated operatives across the galaxy to cause havoc and distract the Emperor while she sought a power capable of deposing the Sith Lord. Kira learned the means of prevailing against the Sith from her predecessor, Maul. His teachings led her to the Fermata Cage, an artifact <laughs> that sealed away an ancient Sith Lord suspended in time. Kira tasked the archivist with freeing this Sith to serve as a weapon against the Emperor. Aware of Kira's schemes, the Emperor destroyed her flagship. The Romalian this forced Kira to escape her stronghold, Dawnfall, <laughs> where a crimson fleet prepares to strike against the Empire. Joined by Kofan Ferris, the archivist's work on the Fremata Cage remains the key to Kira's plan. The disturbance in the force the artifact produces served as a beacon to Kira's enemies and a hasty second attempt at using it guided Darth Vader to its location. Chan and Chan, the orphans, arrived to defend the Fremata Cage, but Darth Vader fears no opponent. In this, there is a part <laughs> where Charles Soule legitimately just writes the scene with Anigo Montoya from Princess Bride, but does it in a way that I don't know that he's watched the movie because there's no way that I would write it that dead on. Basically, I am Channa Cha. You killed my parents. Prepare to die. Now, Darth <laughs> Vader doesn't turn and run away like he yeah. ended up having in the movie, but it's almost the exact thing to the point where it was almost laughable to me. And I said to you, I like Charles Soule in some books. In my mind, and maybe people disagree, but I don't find him it being like this big, like... You end up where Grant Morrison, right, that they end up doing things that are so crazy that you're like, you got to dial back this imagination, please. It's too much. it never gets very like a it's very technical in my mind. The dialogue's fine. The the art I really like and the story itself. I said, I don't know this channel why he ends up being so concerned with that. But I want more of the Star Wars feel. And Charles Soule a lot of times doesn't have that high fantasy swashbuckling. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like that to me. It feels like he wants a lot of times to be more. Now we're doing wacky stuff. But almost like he's struggling with the idea of having hard, you know, technical sci-fi in a galaxy far, far away that does not need to deal with that. If no, you want that, go and, Star write, Trek. Yeah, go and write your Star Trek nonsense. Uh, yeah. You know, Star Wars. Yeah, But he so when he plays with things that are mystical and things like that, they never really feel to me like they have a lot of imagination behind it. And that this fermata cage, even the way that that's played out, the idea of bringing a Sith that is stuck in time that you can bring it out, that might be one of the coolest ideas I've heard. So why is it? boring getting to it. Where is the Sith? We need that Sith. Yeah, and I'm, I was going to say, as I was reading it, I almost even interjected with <laughs> my about the it. idea of man that I I want that. I don't need that <laughs> to be the last page of this, and we no. never see it again. We need that. That sounds like the coolest thing, and should have been around now for these three issues. You should have had this from out of cage work right away, and now let's deal with trying to pretty much wrangle this crazy it would be like sith. the doomsday of the star wars kind of universe i mean i think that the interesting part rather than have kira standing around with Kadalia talking about well why wouldn't i bring my fleet up lessons i would like her and the archivist and kofan ferris desperately trying to keep that sith from killing them but uh-huh. also pointing it towards Vader and the Emperor, and then you also have, I mean, how many other things? This is the idea of the imagination behind it. You end up having the Sith come out. Who's going to say that the Emperor isn't like, this guy's better than Vader? Screw Vader. And now all of a sudden you have that going on. You end up having them at each other. You have the Emperor playing. Like, there's so many things that I think would be a lot cooler than, again, seeing You learn that you don't want to expose all of your fleet. While Vader ends up being attacked by this girl who Vader killed her. And she who doesn't remember her. Yeah. said this in the first issue. And yeah, if, you, if you're if you an Orphans fan, it's funny. I'm going to say, if you're a Chan Shaw an Orphans fan, maybe this is an issue for you. But it's not. Because it seems like they all die by the end. Spoiler yeah, pretty much, much. Yeah. They're done. So you end up where, did we need this? There are a lot of things that you have to clear up before you get to Return of the Jedi. I don't know that anybody was worried that Chanath Cha and the orphans didn't make sense in this universe past this stuff. It felt like you're trying to fix something that didn't need fixing or trying to very odd, but it's, it's only two issues left of this. Yeah. And and this is pretty much an issue that if you are reading this hidden empire to see what happens with Crimson Dawn and Kira, you could skip this. You really could. We're not going to skip it. We go in. Now, I also say that I was as I was reading this, one of the things that really threw me off in this issue, the archivist ends up stepping up and she pretty much is the one who just decimates what's left of the orphans. We'll we'll get to the whole deal. But Kofan Ferris says, I want to get dropped off. Like, I'm not down with this anymore. The only thing I could think of, and I'm like, why would you do that? That was Kofan Ferris' big thing. I think they want Kofan Ferris to not die. And maybe it's Charles Sewell said it's not his character. This is, you know, the Alyssa Wong character yeah, from the yeah. whole deal. But I have a feeling that when, and we talked about this before, that from Mada Cage works, that Sith is coming out and he is slicing and dicing and he is going to decimate Evan. I say he, I, who knows what? So you got to get. Kofan Kofan Ferris can't be there, or or they'll die. It's not fair. They'll get killed, and I do think the Archivist will end up where that's why these two figures are watching this whole report. I think this report was done in a way, like, before all this happened and the Archivist is gone, and uh, I think that, yeah, you're going to see a lot of slicing and dicing, but you don't want Kofan Ferris to be part of that death. But you also want to make the Sith pretty badass, so he can't come out and say... Well, look at you, I think you're pretty cool I'm not going to kill you I think that that might be Because by the end when Cofan Ferris says I think I'm done Really? Because is she going to have to give back the robe? That, she did, that stupid robe That'd be great yeah. here I want my robe back, jerk <laughs> But this is like what Cofan Ferris seemed to be The whole life's work And everything involved Though it gets a little convoluted Between how Cofan Ferris started to this point But Enough of Ferris. We'll go in all this talk of Vader, and then you're just going to get chan Shaw cha and the orphans. They have come there to end up saving both the Archivist and Ferris. Yep. You ended up having them being sent. I don't know that Kira would think that they're going to stop Vader. There's no way, but they're going to give it a shot. And you do get some of the characters, and it's kind of a neat deal. Lady Bright and people like, right? You yell Lady Bright, makes everything, you know, bright and you're like, I get. I it. am Lady Bright. You get that? I mean, and in this, you you do have <laughs> some weird things here, like Seer, who ends up pimping her armor. Looks like like really cool with all those flames and stuff all like that. Out, yeah. Then kind of dies in a way that I didn't think they were dead. Did she break her back? I guess. Yeah, like, I, and then bled out. I mean, yeah. it just gets thrown by Vader into a bunch of things, and I'm. I went back to look then because, like, hey, Seer's so dead. I. I look like maybe some rebar coming out No. so they're dead. You end up having anytime you see rebar, you know they're dead. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's what I yeah. look. That's the tell. Yeah, and then going through <laughs> that pimped out armor with all the flames. Because when the, when the other one fell on the tree, I was looking for like a limb to be sticking through their body. Yeah, or something, that's another one I was looking for yeah. that. So is it that like? Is it that they are not dead, and they're assumed? That I think they're dead, but. <laughs> at the one point, they're there, and I love that. I think this is the greatest deal. Darth Vader is there, right? So Charles Sewell is like, crap, what am I going to do? Darth Vader is Darth Vader. You can't save people from Darth Vader, and you're going to end up having to gather up equipment and stuff. So what do you do with Vader? You end up where Channel Chow throws acid on an acid grenade at him. He cuts it in half, which I don't know, was it gonna explode or was It was just hit him? I don't I know. I think he was trying to block it and it sliced it in half. Yeah, he I mean, sliced it in half. It reminded me of like all Vader. Him. And even then when you have, you know, Lady Bright ends up going all bright, ends up throwing Vader off. I thought that was a little off too. But then you end up where Chenna Cha you could change this panel and you have where Vader's wearing fur and you end up where <laughs> Chena Cha's throwing like a balloon of red paint. Hey, yeah, Peter. Yeah. yeah. So he ends up kind of slicing the deal. Maybe he didn't mean it, but it ends up getting acid on his armor, right? Yeah. It's it's now like it's smoking because it's acid. Right? But is this enough in your mind to take Vader? Like, what is this doing to him? He I had, loved like, it. I th- I thought it was hilarious watching the whole thing. Oh, it's on hilarious. And I'm telling right you, it doesn't make ocean. sense. Because <laughs> what he does then is he turns around and walks straight into the ocean. I mean, he doesn't walk down to the water and splash it on him. No, it keeps going all the way in. He just walks into the ocean. And what I need, somebody, please, whether it's official, if it's fan fiction, I need to see eight or nine pages of what the hell he's doing and thinking underwater there. As he's uh-huh. just standing there watching the, the acid go off him, is he there? Is he fishing? Is he having a good old time? Because he goes time? all the way in where his head's covered. Uh, in, in in a really obscure deal, what it reminded me of, and it's it's a DC thing, but in the, a year, of the year of the Villain, or Villains Month, back in the day when they had those month uh, event mm-hmm. things, Metallo's story was he walked the ocean blue. He, like, started at one side. He just walked through the entire Atlantic Ocean, I believe it was. That's what it reminded me of. I thought Vader was just leaving. But he's there. To get this acid <laughs> off, but really, it's so hilarious that he does this because all it is is to be able to have Shaw Ch- Chan, the orphans, talk to the archivist, Kofan Ferris, gather up some stuff and get to the right, ship. The cage and leaf. Now, speaking of which, though, because you have to do something else. Vader, right before he goes down, he gets pissed and destroys everything and then walks. In. I'm like, OK, there he goes. So when he walks off to the ocean. It might have been one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And it's here. great because he could have just splashed the water on himself. He just actually like. I'm going to ask you questions here. <laughs> do you think that his suit is, is completely airtight and watered? Yes, then I do. Then why does he need to do anything about that acid? I know that it's, it's, it's burning you know, eating into something, but it wasn't that much. Does water stop acid? I don't I don't know. even know. I'm sitting here. I have soot all over the house. I'm trying to clean <laughs> off plastic. I can't do it. It, it didn't seem like enough that it was going to melt everything. Maybe if it was hitting his A track player in the front, you could have said, oh, my God, the electronics. It's his arm, his arm, his shoulder pad, and a bit of his robe. You know, it's his cape. A little bit on his mask, but not around his face or anything. You're right. He probably could have just left it on. When he ends up destroying everything, it, it already looks like it's dissipated a bit. Yeah. <laughs> like it's already going away. But he, he's a man who has his branding And he wants to look cool But him just walking away Doesn't say anything nope. He walks away and goes into the ocean I'm about to cough Now I mention soot And all of a sudden with that But do you, do you like the orphans? I'll ask you that as I uh, Do I like the orphans? Uh, not really I mean I like uh, some of the characters I'm, I didn't think they needed to die in this issue I'd have rather see them sliced up by that Sith When he comes up That would have been cooler On the other side of it did you get emotional when they died? Not Did, at did all. you care? Lady not really. A little bit, I was shocked at the end when we, we talk about that, but but it's a robot, so is it really dead? Yeah, really. Even says at one point, because they need to grab the fermata cage, the archivist is like, grab the fermata cage, but watch out. Kofan Ferris says as well, it's hungry. It feels like it's <laughs> hungry. So, you know, if you grab it, I wouldn't grab it. Oh my God, we're in trouble. I can handle it. I'm, I'm not am alive. I a robot. I am <laughs> not alive. alive. Oh no. I would have laughed where, at the end, you keep alluding to it, but the Archivist just seems to rip apart Lady Bright. I wish Lady Bright last bit of power. I never got to live. Like, <laughs> that was the whole deal, but no. Why didn't Lady Bright just go bright and then get the hell out of there? But you yeah. end up where they go, okay, well, what we're going to do is, everybody, you get this from cage, you get in the ship, you get the Archivist and Cofun Ferris. That's our job. Get it back to Kira, and uh, we're going to stay here. Manseer, we're going to stay here. We're going to fight off Vader. We'll give you some time. You get that. But then says, and then pull around once we kill Vader. They already start talking like this is going to be the last. You know, we in, in a movie other. or yeah. TV show or anything, it, once they say that, they're dead. There's no going back. And it's a weird play, too. It's like, why don't you just get the hell out of there now? Yeah, I just know leave. that, I mean, Chanath Shaw has a vendetta. I've heard of these vendettas. They end up where. <laughs> you know about those. She wants to take down Vader. She's been training all her life. And that's the big play. I get it. But Cedar's like, what the hell did I do? Like, yeah. it, it dies first. But yeah, they get out of there and then, Hey, we're going to take care of Vader. And then you come around and pick us up. There's no way you're not defeating. I don't even care if it's the idea. We know Vader doesn't die and all these because it He's doesn't invincible. matter. It's still, this is just, you know, a bounty hunter bro, whose father. And this is the thing. Me and you uh looking into things and whatnot, and people would probably know, when Vader comes and she starts going with her Inigo Montoya, you killed my parents, whatnot, he didn't go and kill her dad because her dad and her were, you know, eating dinner and he walked in and they just happened to be one of those things like where you have that play where, you know, the Joker or Doctor, somebody ends up killed. They don't even care about him. They're aunts. They end up, it's like what they do a lot with the boys and things like mm-hmm. that. No, no, the, the, he was a bounty hunter trying to kill Darth Vader. So there you go. He had reasons. When Vader comes out, I am glad that they make the the deal where his cape is torn up a bit and his his helmet is eaten away a bit. So maybe he did have to go in, yeah, but he, still, yeah. <laughs> he comes out dry as a you know the desert as he walks out. I'm telling you, I want to see him ringing out. The, the cape and he's out oh, I mean, That, he, that cram- thing would I mean, be wet for a week There's no way you would be dry and and he's and he's like, Oh keep- man I forgot these lightsabers Not great when they get waterlogged What was I thinking all of my yeah. electronics Now he just comes out And he's like hey I'm gonna Kill you she's like hey my Parents I'm gonna take you down he's like And this is the deal this has happened in so many Movies where you do have that Character that main character I'm gonna get That person I'm gonna get him. they're gonna get revenge I'm gonna do it and when they show up, they don't even remember what happened, which pisses off. I mean, yeah, in Guardians of the Galaxy, this is Drax. I mean, we have this in a lot of things, but yeah, it is a lot it's of the stuff. idea. Thanks. So yeah. I was waiting, just like Drax, to be at the end like, oh, by the way, I do remember. And they were crying like a little bit, but you don't even get that far. But yeah, she's yelling at Vader and Vader says, listen, you might try to avenge your parents. You're not going to you're going to die. Also, don't even try to avenge Kira's death. And then he senses, this is the biggest thing in this issue I think. Is he senses? Wait yeah, a second. Big. I like that he talks trash. He's just going to tell her what. I sense that you're surprised because I he does jump to conclusions, but he says Kira's alive. Uh wait till I go tell the emperor that. I can't wait to blab to the emperor. And then maybe he'll listen to my sabe stuff because he's <laughs> been really he he's been really cold when I mentioned the handmaids. I need this. If I give him a little, maybe he'll give me a little. But he says, Oh, you, you done messed up because they thought Kira was dead and she was able to work from the shadows a little bit more. But Kira survives. That's fascinating. You're going to die. And you do end up then seeing the orphans in the ship with the archivist and Kofan Ferris. They're going to go. Kofan is, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to get dropped off at the next exit. And then the <laughs> orphans are like, we can't just leave Shaw. This is bull crap, but the archivist, we have a job. You end up having to do what Kira said, and we better get back to Kira. She made her own bed, let's go. And they're like, no, we can't do this, we have to do that. And then you just keep going back to the battle and back, and you end up seeing, to me, I don't know, you end up having this force field with Chana Cha, which really throws all of the attacks then on Ciro's who's going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a, a jerk move, but kind of, she yeah. starts telling And she says, again... Darth Vader says, I don't know your parents or you. So for the rest of this, she just keeps yelling, I'm Chanath Cha. I'm Chanath Cha. I will be and, heard. Yeah. And he, Darth Vader basically is like, I don't care. You <laughs> know, you're going to die. And that's where you do end up seeing Sphere get thrown. And that's where like the katana and the, I thought that was the rebar. I'm like, oh, my, oh no. And I love well, she's, nope. she's got the ghostwriter uh, Robbie Reyes uniform yeah. on. And you think she, A lot of padding on that thing. Yeah. I mean, seriously, to get all of that going and pimp your, your armor, you got the the fire going or whatever. To die like this almost off panel, you know, you should have, you should have been more concerned with getting that armor a little more reinforced and less flames like Rocky Reyes. Like you said, (laughs) Uh, in the meantime, you end up having the orphans come and, you know, everybody thinks they can end up snipering Darth Vader. He says, I can do things here and ends up. The ship going and you end up having Guy fall off the top of the ship down Into the forest below looks like death or, You know dead Ugh, not, That again, one's though, not confirmed yet But it's got to be close to it I mean I mean, you fell from that ship look no. how Far up it was and yeah does anybody care Maybe I don't know Shot shot Vader's arm off that was pretty cool His hand yeah yeah the weird Play is just shoots him And then you see that where it does Hit his hand but then says, "Pull around. I'm not going to miss a second time. I guess maybe the kill, but it okay. Yeah, miss the head. Yeah, he did more a kill than shot. what. I mean, he puts his hand. I mean, up you didn't and miss. It. You hit. Yeah. Then this is my biggest problem here. When you're having this fight, we know what's going to happen, but you have to make some tension so things happen. But then you're like, really? Like he could do? The- did it? So then you end up all this happening. There, there's that force field around Cha. Vader ends up knocking that down and then says, oh, look at your friends. They just bailed. And it made no sense. I was very confused. Like, what? They just came back. But it makes sense because then when we go into the deal, Mm -hmm. I just the archivist again, why can't we see that might have been the most exciting thing? (laughs) Just destroyed the whole interior now does have the gauntlet on. If you can see the stuff yeah, that got the, you know, the gauntlet Kofan yeah. Ferris had been using and Kofan's things like that. Face, just That's what I'm saying. Like it. when I first went, I thought both of them but no, Kofan <laughs> Ferris was not involved, like, holy <laughs> crap, like what are you doing? Uh and again says, I don't want to be here anymore, please let me go. Okay, I'll let you off. I thought it was gonna be like, Okay, I'll let you go. Pop off the head with that using the <laughs> Ascendant <laughs> Tech gauntlet thing then again they're they're trying to play all this stuff in this play. kick them kick them right kick them right out the window in the woods that's what i would have done just push them right out the window we end up where the, the orphans have bail but are dead and yeah. you end up where Chanice chaw says okay my friends leaving is good i didn't want them to die little does she know they are dead but says this is good and then you just see that vader is already like pretty much what he did put the lightsaber hilt up to her chest turned it on it. boom she's yeah. dead She's I have issues with this because she said she was twelve or and then it's twenty years later, so she's thirty two years old, just putting herself just, just happy to die at that point yeah, in her. But again, yeah, why would you be happy? Because the whole time now, this is the weird play in it, is that it almost feels like she's very happy not to get revenge, but for Vader to know who she is. And uh, that's not not either enough that for me. or just happy to have died the same way that her parents did. Something like that. Yeah, it's It's weird. Didn't avenge your parents. Because she says, This is good. Yeah, this is good. Now, I think she still might be like, Okay, they got away. This is good. Let's end this. But maybe. Almost there, like she's reaching in, like it's one of those awkward deals where I think she thinks Vader wants to kiss her or something. Yeah. You end up where he kills her and says, I'm Darth Vader. Now, one of the plays here that I did like, but everything kind of gets jumbled up and pushed aside. The idea where Vader keeps saying to her, Listen, You know, little girl You ruined your life Like, you think that you're getting revenge on me I killed your parents And I didn't give a rat's butt About it I, in fact, just went and did my thing Your rest of your life Up until this day was ruled by me You ended up training All the time to try to stop me All you were was concerned with me I ended up pretty much destroying your life as well I think that's hilarious And you're a jerk And so And that's what happened. I mean, her whole life was consumed with training and getting the Vader just to die at the end. I'm like, all right. And that kind of made it like, really? Did we need this as a full out whole story in a hidden empire story that we want to know more about Kira and the Crimson Dawn and what comes from them? So the archivist then, you know, ends up coming, sends word back to Kira and then Kira is having some tea. Again, we got some droids just serving up the drinks. I mean, they really should form a union of some sort or a rebellion <laughs> because it's nonsense, but they get the drinks. Hey, kedalia do you understand why I fuse? Because that was the other thing at one point. Hey, the orphans called. Hey, you know, Kira, we're in big trouble. You sent us here. Vader's here. We need the whole fleet. We can take out. Oh, my God. You know, we're all going to die. And she didn't send them. Negative, she said. We're not doing that. You get back to base. And she asked kedalia why did we... And this is the weird play of this. I know that you want to push the Cadillus learning, but I thought that it was going to be one of those twists where, you know, you yeah, Kira. Why didn't I send the fleet? Why didn't I send the fleet to save Chanath Cha? And I thought Cadelia was going to say, oh, because you, you didn't want the Emperor to know uh, you got all those ships and no, no, no. Why is because Chanath Shaw was expendable and I don't give a crap, like something like that. The twist of Kira, but she's just like, yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. You're understanding. And then says in this way to bookend, this is almost it being a one shot story that may have been better in an annual or an anthology. The idea. This Janet Shaw, she thought she was writing her story as she went through, but she just didn't realize she's just a side character in mine. I'm like, eh, really? Let's, yeah. Let's get to something important here. Uh, though I do like the art. I do like some of the moments. Uh, I didn't care much about the orphans going in. And now that they're dead, I care less about them going out. Uh, it doesn't make Vader bad, good, indifferent. It just, he's Vader through this. And Kira is just kind of a jerk. And, yeah, all of this teaching Cadelia lessons at the end of this bookend deal, I I don't know. I thought that this was a misplay, especially with the delay, and it lessens this whole hidden empire where I do think by the end, me and you were discussing what will happen. Maybe it will be she disappeared, and we don't know where she is, and we end up seeing nonsense with those two hooded characters, whatever the case I think it's going to kick off another event if you want to. They're gonna they're gonna leave it open ended and one of the thing. worst things happening in comics now is events. The only reason you have events is to kick off the next event. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen because the last one was like the last two were like that: Crimson Rain and War of yeah, the Bounty Hunters. And they and all War led the to this Hunters, and so I just I just want to know, like, okay, just really by the end does Kira live or does she die? there you go that's all i need we're fine with either one right i mean if she lives she lives she dies she dies it doesn't affect we said the movies, before though. if she dies and cadelius says i'm gonna start the crimson dawn then that's fine with me too i just yeah. want to know what's going on and how it all works out but i think this was a bit of a misplay though you could read it i guess and just like okay that was a cool one shot some <laughs> cool darth vader stuff <laughs> you know? yeah darth vader's doing his thing he walks in the ocean That's pretty cool. Never (laughs) saw that before. Nope. Uh, But what would you give it? I'd be a little lower on this one, probably a seven and a half. Yeah, I think I'm going to go seven. I'm just a a seven. And I said it's okay. But as a part of the Hidden Empire, I think it's a, like I said, a misplay. I'm not going to go too much into that anymore. It's a misplay, I say. Uh, But that's it. That's it for this week. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode please check out our Twitter at WSMarvelComics. I remembered that right this time. Also, go to our website WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com Then our YouTube channel Comics, and our Patreon, Patreon.com slash WeirdScience All of this and all those links will be in the show notes if you're interested and hopefully you will be interested in some of those things. But, we're going to get going. Go Eagles! Me and Matt are both from the Philadelphia area and are big Eagles fans so if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you could stuff it I I ended up, this is one of the things People give, you know, Eagles fans especially A lot of crap I'm not even talking trash for this I just want the game to go I'm pretty confident in my team But I'm not, I I don't hate Kansas City Just Kansas City No, it's a great matchup, two number one teams A lot of cool storylines going on It makes sense Yeah, I love Andy Reid, so I don't want him to win But I I do love Andy Reid and what he did for the Eagles as well. So, yeah, I'm just going in. I'm going to watch it. My kids are bailing on me, so I'm going to watch it all alone. I don't yell and scream when I watch football. I just sit there and stew. And, you know, but uh, me and you were both talking. I actually hope that it's just the Eagles destroying Kansas City right away so I can relax. But. think it's going to be pretty close. We we shall see. You, you have a. I'm going 40-10. I you're said. going 40-10 to Eagles. Yep. I'm going 30-24 Eagles. <laughs> and uh, maybe in my mind, maybe that it's like 30-17 to 17 for a while. And then mm-hmm. in the two-minute warning, the... they'll score. So it's not as yeah. close as. Nonsense touchdown at the end. Yeah, something like that. But I do think that the Eagles are. If the Eagles don't win, I'm not. I'll be upset that they didn't win. But I'll be more upset because me and you both agree this is the best Eagles team we have ever seen. Yep. And I think they should win. So that's just hands down the best team in the NFL and the best team that Eagles have ever had. Yeah, Definitely. it was weird, too, because throughout the season, just to get more football talk here throughout the whole season, it was one of those where I was waiting for something because Eagles fans, if you, you don't realize, first off, were the toughest on the Eagles, way more tough than any other fans in, in you know the deal. But you always wait for that other shoe to fall when you're an Eagles fan that things go. And when Hertz got injured, I thought that was it. We're done Mm -hmm. again. And you can't do that whole Foles thing twice. So I was like really worried. Okay, it's always like we can't have good things and all that. But besides that, up until that really was just an easy season to breeze through. I mean, they were pretty much, you know, undefeated for half the season and then. They had a couple of losses, but really the other losses didn't even count as losses no. to me. So there you go. Then we month, played that, that we played that easy AFC conference. That night too, game so. when they had that like, that was tough. Like then yeah. I was like, oh, that. But that just sucked because everybody was making fun of them then. I told you though, throughout the season, it was like week seven. You know, they were seven and zero, and I I was listening to New York talk radio, sports radio, and they were still like, oh, it's nothing. They don't play anything. <laughs> nah, Nobody gave them any respect all season. I don't think they they're finally starting to do it now, which is kind of worries them. Yeah, that's what I said. When when it, the rest of the nation starts getting behind the Eagles, then I really worry because that's now it's when yeah. the crap hits like the other shoe, you know, falls. You know, the other deal. I so. think it's a one and a half point spread or two points or something. So it's not. It's a pretty even match. Well, I'll, I'll even tell you because are the Eagles favored still by one and yes, a half? Yes, I think so. Stork and me were doing a show. And he he might be listening to this, and pretty much listening to listen for Star Trek Shade, which we had earlier. But when he said, "Oh, what's the line?" and we looked, he was shocked that the Eagles were favored. That's how little I think that a lot of people do. And he's from Pennsylvania. He's from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he's a Steelers fan. Nonsense. Oh. But he's still in Pennsylvania, but he, I'm sure he's rooting for him. But that's it. That's enough talk. We have our predictions. We'll see how they come about and how upset we are. But we'll be back next week with more books so thanks everybody thanks for joining me matt and we'll talk to you all later later you are all weirdos weird science is the revolution weird science is the revolution